0: Hi guys, this is Joseph. Welcome to the Jesus Cast with Joseph M. This is a Christian podcast dedicated at casting Jesus to the world through teaching the word of God for instilling biblical knowledge, increasing faith, and helping you discover your purpose in God. May you enjoy the sermon. Receive my humble greetings. Once more in the name of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, welcome to yet another wonderful episode of the Jesus Cast Podcast. My name is Joseph yeah. Uh We've been on a series for the past couple of weeks uh, which is called The Power Within. Uh, it started with us introducing it from a perspective that... Jesus Christ is the one who holds the power. So the power begins with Jesus Christ, okay? And when we speak about the power within, the context is that of the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit lives in us, which gives us freedom to actually do things and perform things that God has allowed us to be able to perform through ourselves, by ourselves, by the way. And some of those things include being able, you know, to pray away things that we feel like they are weighing us down, things that we feel like we did not have the strength to deal with, but actually the Holy Spirit is there for us in those moments when we actually need to conquer certain things, okay? And some of the things, you know, uh, we have grown to depend on our pastors, we have grown to depend on our leaders, which, by the way, okay, I need you to understand this, it is not a, it is not completely a bad thing, but God would like you to come to a place where you don't have to depend on other people for you to actually use the power that he has given you. He wants you to get to a place where you don't even have to go to church to feel like I need to go... Where you don't have to say, I need to go to church to have access to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit lives in you. It is something that is ever-present with you all the time, like literally all the time. Okay, so uh, we are continuing... Uh, from that perspective. And today I want to show you the Holy Spirit in action. Okay. I want to show you proof of the fact that the Holy Spirit can actually work once someone has received it. And we're going to be reading from the book of Acts chapter 3 verses 1 through 9 in the New King James Version. Yes. Uh, We've read this passage before, by the way. uh, But uh, I, I believe that, you know, as I was praying about this, the Holy Spirit kind of like sent me to a note that I had on the phone. Uh, cause I was working on two <laughs> on the same message, but in two different parts. And at this point, the Holy Spirit kind of like led me to this one. So as I was reading through the Bible and I, fe- and I met this one and it was really, really like a moment for me to just say, you know, uh, We need the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit can actually play a role in helping us to prepare for things that we are not ready for. It could be an interview. It could be like a test, whatever. The Holy Spirit is there to prepare you for that. And sometimes we don't see it because we don't believe it. And I like what Jesus Christ says to his disciples when he speaks about this. He says that the one that I'm going to send to you, the world does not see him and does not recognize him. But you know him. Okay. He says, but you know him because you've been with me. And by that he means you've seen him at work through me and because you've seen him at work through me when he does show up for you you will be able to see him as well and i believe that over the years i've been able to see him show up for me in moments when i didn't even think that he was going to show up in moments where i didn't think i had the capacity to do things and i saw him showing up for me i've i've, I've seen him actually praying to god for me and This is just some of the most amazing things That I've seen the Holy Spirit do And I want us to go through that today I want us to to discuss that today My tongue Tongue tied That's what they call it, tongue tied So yeah, anyway uh, So I'm going to read Acts chapter 3 verses 1 through 9 So it reads as follows Now Peter and John went up together to the temple At the hour of prayer The ninth hour And a certain man Lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. We believe that it comes from you. It could never ever be with our own abilities or our own strength. It is your spirit, O oh Lord, that continues to work in us and that allows us, Jehovah, to do things that you have called us to do. Because in and on our own, Father, we do not have that capacity. But we are grateful, forever grateful, for the power that the Holy Spirit has granted us. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. So, yeah, uh, this is such an amazing read. Uh <laughs> See, I always say that because the Bible is such an incredible book, okay? It's such an incredible book, and sometimes people don't believe it because, obviously, of the idea that it was written by someone, and sometimes people question it. Sometimes people, you know, they just don't want to accept it. But those are debates and engagements that I try very much to stay far, to stay clear from, because if there's anything that I've learned is, the practicality of what scripture says will always come in what god can do and what god has done and god what and on what god is still doing in our lives okay and they are just things that you look at and you say oh there is god like you just look at those things and you're like okay i might not understand how he came i might not understand the whole context of the Bible, but from seeing this, I see God. From seeing this, I see his presence. Okay, and I've come to believe, okay, I've come to believe that God can reveal himself even before you read the Bible. God can show up to you even before you go into scripture. And sometimes people don't know that it's God because, well, obviously, sometimes we haven't been introduced to him. Most people have had an encounter with God that they never even knew that they were ever going to have, or if, if some people don't even know that they've had that encounter with God, and it's a pity because most people ignore the truth because of the many, 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 many stories that are being told that go against the Word of God. And maybe, maybe we will do a series on this. Uh, pretty much the idea of the gospel as a whole, okay, because I feel, I feel, like, like I said, okay, I try so much to avoid getting into discussions about these things, but at some point for those who have not understood what the Bible says who have not understood scripture, who have not understood what the kingdom of God is all about, it is important for us to just go back and address certain issues, okay, now I don't know when, but Maybe we will have a discussion on such issues. Okay, just to help people who have not understood this to actually come to a place where they understand what the Word of God is really, really about. And going back into it. Okay, Acts chapter 3 is... Okay, so let me go back. In Acts chapter 1, we read that Jesus Christ tells the disciples that, I want you to go to a certain place where the Holy Spirit will come upon you when you get to that place. So they go to that place, okay? In Acts chapter 2, we got introduced to the idea that uh, now... The people were gathered together in one accord with one understanding and there came power upon them and all of a sudden they started speaking in tongues in different languages. Obviously, this now proved that, you know, the Holy Spirit was accessible to people who received Jesus Christ who believed in him, okay? And now in Acts chapter 3, we get to see one action, okay, that supports the fact that when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they were able to do something, okay? And now going back into... Uh, scriptures that spoke about jesus before this moment before these moments okay now jesus christ at one point he tells the disciples that you will be able to do things that i have done and far more greater things than me okay and one of those moments now has come okay this is john and peter peter and john okay they're going to a church at the hour of prayer Okay, now people used to gather together to pray together. Remember in Acts chapter 2, we are told that if you go through verse 42, yes, verse 42, we are told that the people in, in the church there, you know, they started gathering together. Okay, they started breaking the bread, they started praying, and it became a doctrine. Okay, for them, it, it became something that they were used to. It became something that they were doing on a daily basis. There was something that was, I don't want to call it religion. Because that's what the world would call it, because they would call us religious, but it wasn't that, okay? It was just something that they had developed that allowed them to grow together as children of God, as people who have chosen Christ to understand scriptures, to understand the word of God, okay? But in all of that, they became a community, and in them becoming a community, these prayers became something of a norm, okay? Now, at this point. The Bible tells us that it was at the ninth hour. So they were meeting at that specific time. So Peter and John are headed there. And as they get there, there's this man who has been sitting at that gate on a daily basis. This guy goes there without fail because he knows these people, they believe in God and they do good things. They have compassion. So whatever I ask, they will give it to me. So he is there sitting and asking and they come. Okay, Peter and John get there and they find him there. And he's like, yo, guys. Give me something. Okay? Give me something to live on. Give me something that can keep me going. And Peter and John look at him and they say to him, now, this is Peter. Okay, this is Peter. I think he had a a bit of cockiness in him. He says, look at us. So, this guy looks at Peter. Okay? He looks at them. And with him doing that, he looks with expectation. He looks with the mindset that I'm going to get what I'm asking for. These guys are going to give me a whole lot more than what I'm asking for. Because they wanted my attention. Probably most people would just pass, would just throw in a coin, throw in a coin, throw in a coin. Because, well, that's what we do. We, we When we see these guys on the roads and they're asking and they're begging and we just throw in something and throw in something. And at this moment, this guy is expecting something and they look at him and they say to him silver and gold we do not have so we don't have what you're asking for but we have something better something that you've never asked for something that you haven't even thought about maybe probably you think oh my life is stuck here i'm never going to be able to walk again i'm never going to be able to do this again i'm never going to be able to do this again and peter and john say to him but we have something that will make your life better that will improve your life. And I'm wondering, just before we get into the message, I'm wondering how many of us are stuck in a place where we feel like, Oh God, this, is no, this I cannot get out of. This I cannot conquer. This I cannot win. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that I make my life comfortable in this situation. Isn't that what many of us do though? Like, I lost a job and I feel like I'm never ever going to get a job again. So I'd rather go and stay with someone who can help me make my life comfortable. I'd rather go and start asking from people who can make my life comfortable rather than trying to get back into the job market. Because now I'm tired of asking. I'm tired of applying rather. I'm tired. I'm tired. So let me get to a place where I'm just comfortable with not having Let me get to a place where I'm comfortable with being broke. Let me get comfortable with the idea that I'm going to sit on this wheelchair all my life. Let me get comfortable with the idea that I'm never going to ever be able to use my mouth again. I'm never going to be able to speak again because somehow, somewhere, somehow I lost my voice. Somewhere, somehow I lost my eyesight and I thought to myself, well, because I'm never going to see again, let me get comfortable and start asking for people to help me. Let me have people who will do things for me whilst I sit here. Because on my own, I cannot do it. And the idea behind that was Jesus Christ trying to show us, the Bible really, really showing us, that nothing is ever permanent. And it takes me back to, to the song, nothing is wasted in his hands. Nothing is ever wasted in his hands. Nothing is wasted in his hands. And it excites me every time I think about this song because sometimes we think our situations can never be, like, that, that we can never be redeemed from our situations. Sometimes we feel like, oh no, this is all I can do. This is all I have. And the Bible just keeps reminding us that there is more than it that is found in Christ, that there is nothing that is permanent that we think is permanent. And that very situation that you think you're stuck in That very situation that you think you cannot break out of. That very situation that you think that you cannot conquer. The Bible is just reminding you that God can use that to your advantage. God can use that to get you to where he wants you to go. To get you to where you think that you could never ever get again. And this man is here at the gate called Beautiful. And he thought, oh, if people give me money, I'll be okay. But Peter and John had a different idea because they've had an encounter with the Holy Spirit and they know the power of the Holy Spirit and they know what the Holy Spirit can do in his life and they get there and they look at him and they say look at us and he looks at them and they say to him we do not have what you're asking for We can keep getting you out of trouble. We can keep helping you. Right now is the time that we get you something that is far more better than getting you out of trouble on a temporary basis. Because sometimes we think that as long as I can go through the day, as long as I can go through this month, as long as I can go through this week, as long as I can go through this year. But God says, I want to redeem you completely because he who is redeemed by God is redeemed completely. Because who the the son sets free is free indeed. But some people have not come to that understanding. And I get it. I get it. And I get it. So we need a Peter in our lives sometimes. We need people that are passing by to say, Can you give me this? Can you pray for me here? Can you do this for me here? Can you take me here? Can you take me there? And here's the idea. Here's the idea behind this message. That we need to accept the freedom that Christ has given us. And we need to accept him in his fullness so much that we know that there is nothing impossible as long as we are in him. Because today there are opportunities that are passing us by because we didn't think that we can actually get them. There are things that we should have that we do not have. And we could have gotten If only we knew how to use the power that is within us. And Peter and John are using that very power that is within them. And they look at this guy and they start saying, Rise up and walk. But but there's something very interesting about that part. Is the rise up and walk is preceded by a very important part of scripture. They say, in the name of Jesus Christ. They didn't say in the name of Paul, in the name of Peter. (laughs) They didn't say in the name of Peter. They didn't say in the name of Moses. They said in the name of Jesus. Because they understood that the power begin with Jesus. And for them to have access to that power, they need to call on the name that has access to that power. The name that activates that power. I believe that we spoke about this in the previous week, in the previous message, that the power, as much as it's in you, Christ is what activates the power. It is the name of Jesus that activates the power. And at this very moment, that power is activated because they call on the name of Jesus. I wonder how many of us have started doubting the name of Jesus when things did not work out. So we think that the name of Jesus has no power anymore. One of my greatest testimonies, one of my greatest testimonies in life is, I remember there was a time when I used to have flu, like, almost every month, almost, okay, I remember one, and it was so bad that at some point I I used to be, like, off work, like, at least once a week or twice a month, Uh, I mean, once or twice a month, and when COVID came, I had this conversation with with my colleagues and I was like, you know, if this thing comes, it's going to kill me because I don't think I have the strength. So God has to know that. And then I started speaking that, that if this thing comes, it's going to kill me and I don't want it on me. And because I knew that it was easy for me to get flu, I started complaining to God that I cannot be having flu anymore. Okay, because this flu, Is the type that kills people. People find it hard to breathe when they have this flu. And I found it hard to breathe all of my life. But at that very moment. I don't know what happened. But I do know that the power of the Holy Spirit. Is alive and active. I do know that the Holy Spirit works. And just like this man. Who couldn't walk. Started walking again my heart started beating in a regular way. A couple of weeks ago, see, I've always spoken about how I got healed from the flu. But the one thing that was the far more greater miracle was for my heart to get back to normal. Okay? Okay, maybe I'm not sure if it's the heart or if it's the lungs, but whichever one that when you hold your breath and it stops working... Whichever one that is At some point I couldn't hold my breath for far long For far too long In fact If I walked a bit of a distance And I was walking too fast Like you would feel it man It would feel like I'm being held back or something Like I'm being pulled back Like I'm being strangled and Sometimes it would happen in the middle of the night And I'm sleeping and I'm feeling it That okay I can't breathe And all of that stopped To date i haven't felt that to date i haven't found myself in a position where i had flu so many people around me have flu and i'm like don't worry i ain't getting that because i spoke to the holy spirit and i got freed from it and i don't know what permanent means because i'm still alive man okay And sometimes because you're still alive, people make you feel like you shouldn't speak about testimonies, about God healing you completely because you're still going to live. And what if it comes back? And I'm like, I'm not going to have that type of mindset. I have to believe that my healing is complete. I have to believe that my healing is permanent. Because the minute I start doubting, the Bible says, you're like a man who looks at himself in the mirror and immediately forget what he looks like. So I got the healing, but every time I forget that I got the healing. And I go back to being sick again. Over and over and over and over again. But I cannot be like that. I have to believe that I'm completely healed. And this man had that kind of an encounter with Jesus Christ that day. He jumps up and down like he was never broken. Like he was never unable to walk. Like he was never lame. Like he is walking with confidence. And believe me. <laughs> the power wasn't in Paul. The I mean the power wasn't in Peter the power wasn't in John the power was in the name of Jesus through was in the name of Jesus and the Holy Spirit allowed them to have access to that power for that moment. Point number one: the Spirit responds to Jesus Christ, and this is why we pray in the name of Jesus. This is why when you read to, when you go to Acts chapter four, Acts chapter four tells us that there is no one who can be saved, okay it says that there is no name that we, that that we there is no other name that we can be saved by except for the name of Jesus because the name of Jesus is the name that saves okay this is why we call him our Lord and Savior because He saves us. And not only is he the one who saves us, but he is our Lord. He guides us, he leads us, he directs us, he directs our path, he directs our thoughts. And when we have the Holy Spirit in us, when we have received the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit allows us to have access to all the things that he has, to all the powers that he has, to all the strengths and abilities that he has. The character of Jesus Christ comes upon us because of the Holy Spirit. I'm still preaching. In John chapter 16, Uh, And this is one of the passages that we read in the other week. The Bible tells us that, you know, uh, this is Jesus speaking to the disciples. He says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has a mine therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you listen to this Okay, this is the joy of it all you have all things that God has because you have the Holy Spirit in you and not only that whatever that you speak whatever comes out of you whatever comes out of you is guided by the Holy Spirit because you trust the Holy Spirit and you trust Jesus Christ and you believe in Jesus Christ So John confirms it to us, okay? As he was writing this, he says Jesus Christ said this to his disciples. And he confirms the idea that the power begins with Jesus Christ and it is Jesus Christ who leads it to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit works within you from the power. Okay, let's keep going. The Holy Spirit does something else. This is point number two. Okay, it develops your character. Okay. Apart from the fact that now you can do miracle, signs, and wonders, it develops your character. Going back to miracle signs and wonders. Okay. Peter and Paul, Peter and John did a miracle. Okay. They performed a miracle. Through the name of Jesus, but they performed a miracle as human beings. And I want you to understand that when you have the Holy Spirit in you, this is what you can do. You can pray for people and they can get healed. You can pray for yourself and you could get healed. You can pray for things. You can speak things and they will happen because you have the Holy Spirit in you. And the Holy Spirit responds to Jesus Christ. And Jesus says, Whatever you ask in my name, I will do. I mean, the Father will do. So the Father will give you whatever you ask. So why not ask away? Anyway. The Holy Spirit develops our character. And this is one of the most important things that I, th- I feel and I believe that we should learn. Okay. The, the, the whole idea behind the Bible. Okay. Not, not behind the Bible. Rather, behind Jesus Christ coming on earth. Okay, behind Jesus Christ coming here and, you know, him being before his crucifixion. The preaching of the messages that he was just teaching the disciples over and over again. The the, the idea behind the kingdom of God is like the kingdom of God is like the kingdom of God is like it was to instill a character inside of us. Okay, it was to teach us what we should be like, how we should be like, which is to become like him. Okay, and this is why he says that whoever chooses to follow me loses his life, but whoever loses his chooses his life <laughs> the Bible <my> <laughs> Okay, the word the word jumped out of my my head. But the idea is when we choose him we choose life. But when we choose ourselves, we choose death. When we choose him, we choose to be good. When we choose ourselves, we choose to be a hybrid of good and bad. And that is never good. Now, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 25, the Bible tells us of the fruit of the Spirit. And I want us to go into that, okay? It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And he says, against such things, there is no law. And those who are in Christ have crucified the flesh with his own passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Now, because we have the Spirit, we live in it. And therefore, we should walk in it. And because we walk in it, I like the fact that the Bible tells us that these are the fruit of the Spirit. They're not the fruit of Joseph. They're the fruit of the Spirit. So the Spirit will develop these characteristics, these fruits. The Spirit of God will develop them in you. I have found so many people who have tried to figure things out by themselves, who have tried to become good by themselves, who have tried to say, you know what, I'm not going to preach, I'm not going to do this until I have fixed myself. And I'm telling you, you're never going to get there. You're never going to get there because you think that it has to be you who does it. But it is the Holy Spirit that does it in you. It is the Holy Spirit that works in you to get you to where God wants you to get. It is the Holy Spirit that develops these fruits. And if you think by any chance that you can do it by yourselves, I beg you to try. Anyway. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have the freedom now to not try and do things with your own strength. And I like speaking about this idea of freedom because so many of us do not understand that freedom is literally to say, I don't have to figure things out by myself. I have the freedom to not do it. I have the freedom to not go to certain places. I have the choice to not do certain things. And right now you have the freedom because the Holy Spirit is upon you and it has given you the freedom to not try and figure things out by yourself, to not try and fight things by yourself because the Spirit can do it all for you. I'm going elsewhere the Holy Spirit speaks to God on our behalf and here's what I want to highlight this is what the Bible tells us okay and this is the last point and I'm concluding okay it says to us in Romans chapter 8 verse 26 to verse 30 okay likewise the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercessions for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Listen to that. The Holy Spirit speaks to God on your behalf because he knows what God wants for you. So when he speaks to God, he speaks based on that will of God. Based on God's will for your life. And you know what's, what's the most beautiful thing? Sometimes people feel like, oh, I don't know what to pray about. I don't even know if I should pray. Oh, I don't have the ways and all of that. And the Holy Spirit says, I have your back. I've got you. Relax. I know that you don't know what to say. I'll say it on your behalf. Because I know what you want to say. I know all the things that you've hidden in your heart that you don't even know that you've hidden them because you don't think that you're having you to say them to God. Sometimes you don't even think that you have the capacity to tell God the things that you want to tell him. So I'm going to tell him on your behalf, but I'm going to tell him according to his will, according to his way, because his will is his, is his word. And he stands on his way. The Bible tells us that even when we are unfaithful, he remains faithful. I'm concluding. I'm concluding. And the the writer, Paul, Paul continues and says, and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. Now I want, I want to go. I want to go back to verse twenty-eight. Verse twenty-eight says that all things work together for our good. Okay. So he intercedes for us, and in moments when we feel like things are not working out for us, they are still working for our good. Because he loved us, he has called us, he has chosen us. And we are being glorified daily because of that. And when you see your situation not changing, it does not mean that it cannot change. It does not mean that it is the end of it all. There's a song I, started, I recently started listening to uh, called Joy in the Morning. Yeah, something like that. Okay. And the the, the, the singer... Says, if it's not good, then he's not done. So, if you don't see things working together for your good, then you should know that he's not done. If you don't see things working out for you, then you should know that he's not done. If you don't see things working the way you want them to work, just know that he's not done. Because if it's not good, then he ain't done. If it's not good, then you ain't finished. Remember how, in Genesis, the Bible tells us that God saw that it was good, and He called it a day. <laughs> and He saw it was good, and He called it a day. He saw it was good, and He called it a day. He saw it was good. It's not day until it's good. It's not day until it's all good. Until it's good, it's not day. So work with God. In those moments when you feel like my day is not complete but I'm going to get to my day I'm walking towards my day I'm running towards my day I'm gonna get to my day because God will see it as good and it'll be day but until then I will worship him in the middle of the storm I will worship him in the middle of my process, in the middle of the dangers, in the middle of the difficulties, in the middle of these moments because I have the Holy Spirit that lives in me. And the Holy Spirit is busy interceding on my behalf so that God can give me all the things that I desire so that God can align my will with his will so that God can work in me to develop my character so that God can show himself as powerful and as great through the works of my hands. When I pray for people, they will be healed. When I walk into places, they will know that whoever has entered this room has the Holy Spirit in them because things will change. Moments will change. Situations will change. When I walk into a room, the Holy Spirit walks into a room with me. Because it is with me, all the time, everywhere I go, and I'm closing this, and I'm closing this with this. The idea behind this passage, behind the series, has always been for us to understand that the Holy Spirit lives in us, so we have the, we have all the power we need to conquer all things. We have all the power we need to speak things to life. To bring healing upon people. And Peter and John were the perfect example to show us whether when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, there will be people who are sitting down, who will not have the strength to keep going. You will give them that strength. It will be you. You who has the Holy Spirit. So here's what I'm saying. Do not take the power of the Holy Spirit lightly. Do not undermine what God can do through you. Do not undermine what God has already done in you. Look at what God has given you and receive it with gladness, with joy and start putting it to practice and start using it. Like Peter and John. Test yourself. In different environments, let the Holy Spirit come to play. And I kid you not, you will see it. See, I had a conversation with my friend just the other day. And I was telling him that what the Bible has been teaching us all this time is for us to have a relationship with God, personal relationship with God, by ourselves, to have the character of Jesus Christ you need to have a relationship with God. To have the Holy Spirit speaking for you, you need to have a relationship with God. And when you have that relationship with God through the Holy Spirit, by the way, there are things that you won't even need people to pray for you for because you have the Holy Spirit. There are things that you will already know that you have them because you have the Holy Spirit. There are places you will walk into and have the confidence that you will walk out victorious because you have the Holy Spirit. You won't fail at the things that the world seems to think that you are not capable of winning in because you have the Holy Spirit and you've built relationship with God. And God is working in you and through you by the power of the Holy Spirit that is in you. And this is my piece. That so many of us have become dependent disciples that we are incapable of discipling other people. We have become dependent disciples that we are incapable of seeing the power that God has put in us. And I understand, some of you haven't read the Bible enough for you to experience the power of God. But I hope this message gives you the freedom to know that you have the power, that the power lives in you and it is far more greater when it is used by you, that you can achieve so much more. Yes, it's important that we pray with other people, it's important that we pray for others, but it's also important for us to come to a place where we can pray for ourselves. It's important to come to a place where we can exercise the, religion, I mean, the freedom that Jesus Christ has given us by ourselves. This spirit wants you to use it. Okay. Last week I was reading. (laughs) Ephesians. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 20. So Ephesians or Philippians. Oh my God. Okay. Whichever one. Chapter 3 verse 20. And the writer says. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could ever ask for. Or even think of. And then he says according to the power that he has given you. The power that is in you. And the Holy Spirit is that power. Because the Holy Spirit wants you to use it. And God wants you to even use that power. So you think about it. The Holy Spirit is here to serve you. So whom amongst us has a servant. But still goes and heals for himself still goes and cooks for himself when they have a servant. Now yeah, they're, they're noble people. I agree with you. But when we have a servant, we know we have someone that we can count on to do the work that we don't even like doing. And that is what the Holy Spirit is here for. To do all the work. Now am I saying that we are not supposed to lift our fingers? No, certainly not. I'd be wrong to even think like that. Because even the Bible tells us that when we work, we should work as though we are serving God. Because ultimately, we are here to cultivate the earth, to make it better, to improve the earth. That's why we're here. Apart from the idea of worshipping, that's why we're here. And because we are here to cultivate and improve the earth, it's important that we use our hands. It's important that we work the ground. And let the Holy Spirit do the rest of it within us, to work in us to change our perspective, to change our mindsets to give us the wisdom that we need you see the wisdom of Solomon if you think that you cannot have that go to the Holy Spirit and ask for it and you will see you will be able to do far more greater things than what Solomon has ever done because the Holy Spirit lives you, and the Holy Spirit is far more greater than Solomon in all of all of his riches and his intelligence and whatever, the Holy Spirit is far more greater So yeah, amen. That was me in conclusion, by the way. Uh, So thank you for tuning in to the Jesus Christ podcast. And I want to give you a chance. If you are tuning in for the very first time in your life and you're like, I want to have this Holy Spirit. I want to give you a chance to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because like I said, you cannot have the Holy Spirit without Christ. It starts with Christ. So if you're there and you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you a chance today. So just say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come at your feet today. I lay all my troubles and my worries. I let go of all my sin and my struggles. Today I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Today I declare that you died on the cross for me and you rose so that i can live i want to experience the power of the holy spirit in my life i want to experience your will for my life so today i receive you into my life i am born again in your name jesus amen amen and amen so yeah uh, if you did that prayer with us uh, please do reach out to us okay reach out to us uh on our social platforms at Jesus cast co all of the social platforms are at Jesus cast co by the way Instagram TikTok YouTube Facebook you can reach us on all of those obviously you can do DMs on YouTube so please do try and check us on Instagram and send us a DM on Instagram and we will get back to you and we will pray with you, we will be there with you to walk this journey with you we will provide you with scriptures and passages that you can read throughout as you grow in this walk with Jesus Christ as you grow in this walk and as you believe and as you believe we will be there for you and anyway you can start even listening to some of the messages that you haven't listened to on the podcast so you can start with episode 1 it was an epic episode by the way uh so do go back and just listen to it and yeah let's just start listening to all of these messages and i believe that you know because of our purpose okay the idea behind our ministry our podcast is that we want to see people becoming like christ and for that to happen we want you to grow in faith we want you to discover your purpose even as you grow in faith okay and All of this we do through sharing the word of God in its fullness. We're not trying to even fake the word of God or trying to change it or trying to twist it for you or for anyone's benefit, okay? We are not trying to do that. We are just trying to preach the word of God the way the Holy Spirit puts it in our hearts. And we are hoping that as we preach it, you change, you transform. So yeah, uh, listen to these messages, share them with your friends, share them with your family members. And you know, if you are struggling with prayer as well, uh, we have daily prayers that we upload we are saying depend on the prayers we are saying let them be a start for you to be able to pray as you go through the day let them be something that actually just instills the idea of what to pray about because sometimes we don't know what to pray about and i like the idea that the holy spirit has actually directed us to do this because at some point we didn't want to do it and when we started doing it okay we saw how it changed people's lives. In the past couple of weeks, we've had so many wonderful testimonies of people getting jobs, people getting interviews, people getting healed. And I want to tell you, I am in joy because I know that God is using us for his kingdom and for his glory. And there are people whose lives will change because of what we are doing. So, please, keep tuning in, keep following, keep sharing, and someone's life is going to change. Okay? Someone's life is going to change. Anyway, by the way, we have stock, so you can go to our website, za, and you can buy yourself a faith t-shirt today. You can get yourself a faith t-shirt. If you have not subscribed, subscribe, and you will get 10% discount on your first purchase. Okay? That's an incredible offer for you. So yeah, do check us out there. And, yeah, uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for even supporting our ministry. And thank you for supporting our business, which supports the ministry. And, yeah, this is a joy. It is a joy to serve you guys. And I know sometimes I'm off. Sometimes I'm like, oh, today I'm not going to do this. Or, like, last week I was tired and I was one out, okay? I'm literally one out at this point. And I said in the other message that that i think i was two three weeks back that i wanted to have some people to come and share for a couple of weeks just for me to recover so i'm going to do that from next week i think i'm going to have two or three people so it's going to be three weeks without joseph without my wonderful voice but you will have wonderful people i am certain of it god will show me who should come and serve for the next three weeks and yeah that is what i'm hopeful for so yeah thank you very much for tuning in i hope that you enjoy the rest of your week Amen. Uh, let me do a prayer and close. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for your encouragement. I hope and believe, Father, that God, whoever is listening to this message today, their lives will change. That this message, O oh Lord, will not end in their ears, but they will share it with other people and other people will grow as well. We pray that, God, this ministry will grow further than we could ever think or imagine. It will reach as many people across the world, across the globe, oh Lord, and more people and more people, God, will listen, Jehovah. And we trust that not only will they be listening to Joseph, they'll be listening to your word, Father. Because that is the whole point of all of this. And I trust you, over that God, whoever's listening to us right now, God, whatever their challenges are, whatever their situation is, oh Lord, you are transforming their lives and you are changing it for them, God. You are working all things for their good. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hello there. For tuning into the jesus cast with joseph m we hope you had a great time with us and that you enjoyed the sermon our prayer is that the way fulfills you that it increases your faith as well as your desire to serve god we love you and god loves you for more messages like this please subscribe to the podcast and turn on your notifications thank you and goodbye Thank you.